Hello and welcome to March and welcome back to the Spiraling to Wellness podcast. My name is Kristen. I am your host and I am just feeling spring, you know, like the, the longer days, the scene, flowers start to emerge to feeling more energy within myself after taking a season that has been a little quieter and a little slower really honoring the needs there but even as i'm finding that i'm putting more energy into certain projects i'm also feeling that others are starting to come alive and awaken to certain things within themselves and really the world around them And so the celebration, the honoring this month of our theme is reemerge. And this idea of even doing one small thing a week that excites you, that brings you creativity and joy really could be an interesting shift. So it doesn't always have to be a big change. It could just be an addition and then really witnessing the journey and experiencing it firsthand is how we can create those shifts and well ultimately emerge into something new after all we're always we're always evolving into something new and so this month the invitation is to add in some energy and for a little extra inspiration and well a whole lot of inspiration I am honored to share the journey of our guest. Not only has he provided so much inspiration and light into my life and my kids who practice with him, um, I've really seen as, as we've collaborated on projects, the community really be inspired too. So I'm excited to share his journey and really how he found his passion and his path and how sometimes he had to even relearn different ways to share his passion, right? It's not always easy and there's most likely big challenges that are going to come up, especially when you get closer to doing the work that you're called to do. Challenges will ultimately arise, but it's not the challenges that, as you'll see, are important. It's really the energy of re-emerging and continuing to show up and do the work and find the joy along the way. So our guest today is Anthony Visconti and his latest project is Peacetime Guitar. And so we're gonna be talking about his project, his path and how he's gonna be collaborating more and more with us at the storm and just really, you know, hearing the journey and so thanks for being here. I hope you enjoy and I hope that you are inspired to create some kind of new and good in your life from this inspiration of re-emerge. Enjoy. cooking. So hi Anthony, welcome to the Spiraling to Wellness podcast. Thanks for being here. Hi Kristen, thanks for having me. It's great to be here with you. Yeah. So Anthony, um, well gosh, I have so many questions for you. Um, You are a musician, you are, you are a teacher, um, and I feel like I feel like my audience, well, they just need to, they just need to meet all parts of you. So, but (laughs) I think, I think it would be best if we started back to what originally drew you to music, because you've been able to make a career out of it. And 
when I watch you perform, and you're also my kids' music teacher, we're lucky enough mm. to have you for that. And when I'm I grateful. see them with you and you with them, it's like I know I found someone who's doing exactly what they love to do. So. Well, thanks for that, Kristen. Thanks for saying that. I love working with your kids, and they definitely make it feel that way for sure. Cause they're awesome to work with, and it's it's been a great journey so far. I I started out playing the drums when I was in fourth grade because my cousin played the drums and I thought he was the coolest so like he wore hats and I wore hats just like him and I wanted to play the drums just like him so I started out on the snare drum then when I got to middle school I wanted to be in a band with my friends so I learned how to play the drum set so we could play rock and roll together and we play like Led Zeppelin songs and Jimi Hendrix and then I ended up from the drums kind of always being around music in a sense we had a piano growing up in my house so I would just sit at it and try to listen to songs on the radio and, and figure them out by ear. I was kind of just always playing piano around the house too and then my best friend was also a drummer and we wanted to be in a band together but it would have been a little too much to have two drum sets of the same band so I learned how to play the bass then and that was kind of my start in songwriting and creating original music um, was with two good friends, my buddy Dan and another buddy named Jeff. And so the songwriting part of my life kind of began then when I was probably in eighth grade. Wow. And um, it, was, it, it, was, it was such a fun way to socialize, you know, it's just so many nights of the week we're playing with different musical groups, like in different settings, whether it's like school jazz band or things outside of school too and music and um, I really loved it. I found like a great community I feel like and other musicians and creative people and um, really just kind of kept playing bass and um, I got a guitar when I was in eighth grade for the first time too. Um, so I kind of just, I couldn't put them down, you know, I would just yeah, kind of... Like <laughs> does that remind you of, of, of the does. kids quite a bit? Yeah, there's there's not a moment in time between after school and bedtime that a musical instrument is not being played. <laughs> it's so great. It's awesome you feel that way, you know. I, I think my parents felt that way too. Like they loved just hearing the sound of the piano all the time. And I'm mm -hmm. grateful for that, that, you know, that that wasn't annoying to hear the same, you know, five measures over and over again. They seem to really love that too. So it's, it's cool you feel that way. Yeah, yeah, you can tell when there's repetition, like how much... The musician actually cares about that. Do you know what I'm saying yeah. with that? Like if you like when I hear Liam play the same bit over and over and over again for like three hours straight. Yeah, I know for a fact how passionate he is mm. and how much he cares about not getting it right, but yeah. whatever it is he's searching for, he's not he's not afraid to do the work to find it. And yeah. I think you have to love it to do that. It would That's seem. Awesome. Yeah. Does does that? It's a great point. Does that feel like that was the same for you? Yeah, I think so. I think there's just you get so much joy out of. It's almost like you're putting together a puzzle because you you know you go from not knowing the melody at all or the chords whatever they are and you're like I, there's something that's out there that exists and if I keep trying it over and over again you pick up little details of it more and more it just kind of comes together after a bunch I think you do have to really love something to want to spend so much time with it and you know it feels so rewarding when it finally gets put together i think mm -hmm. once you do that one time you're like oh if i just sit with something for enough time and keep doing repetitions of it i'll eventually get it and it's kind of a rewarding feeling and you're like oh let me do this for another song you know let me try another one there's so many songs that have been made you know it feels like an endless mm -hmm. you know journey to get to learn them all and i think i found that too there's a lot of peace that comes from it too because i i think it's you know, I, I don't know much about yoga yet, but I'm really excited to start practicing more and learn. But it feels like something where you can have your mind focused mm -hmm. on something other than, you know, what you might be doing throughout the day. For me, if it was school, you know, sitting in school throughout the day, if, then I could go and just have your have my mind feel so rested, you know, in this kind of activity where you're focused, but it's relaxing at the same time. I love that. and And so... I mean, peace is the word that came up for me when I found yoga, and yeah. so that's neat that that's what came up for you. And Peace Time mm -hmm. Guitar is your latest music project that you have. Yeah. And so is that, 
was the inspiration through peace. I know we're fast forwarding a bit because I know you no, also went to Berkeley as well. Yeah. And um, but most recently, your project Peacetime Guitar came out. So, yeah, like what? How did you get to that point of being inspired to offer this through your music, offer peace? And because I know your your guitar, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it just feels very peaceful. We were sharing before the show that. Anthony came and we've done live music twice now to yeah. Happy Hour Yoga mm -hmm. and he just has a way of slowing me down <laughs> in terms of how I teach and, mm -hmm. and what I'm teaching but it's just, there's a vibe and energy about it and everyone in the room feels it. It's not like mm -hmm. you can't not feel that rhythm and this sense of peace and calm that runs through you but also an invitation. I mean we, we did move a lot and there was an invitation mm -hmm. to like a a build up to create something but then a deeper rest at the end yeah. which was really nice I appreciate that so much it's like it's really a dream come true to get to play that music in a yoga setting right now because it's kind of why I created it in the first place and when it all started it was just me by myself with the guitar and then it's been on Spotify since about May of 21 but this is really the first experience trying to you know, have music that's really meant more for wellness, I would say, than anything else, you know, um, as kind of the goal, really, I created it to help with the anxiety, to help with insomnia, to be able to, you know, I was always putting things on to try to fall asleep at night, you know, whether it's like white noise or just something to have mm -hmm. on in the background. And, um, you know, I would, I would just kind of search for things. And I think that that, that was like a really big I don't know, goal of that music, I guess, was to have it be something that could help people relax in different ways. And I think some of the peacetime albums would, might even be a little bit too sleepy for yoga. There's, <laughs> so I play some of those usually when I'm in the room with you, but some then as the albums have gone on, they've gotten a little bit more energetic and um, I'm just so glad to be able to do it in class with you. It's been, it's been great so far. You said your albums, well, some of them on Spotify, they were inspired by your grandfather? Yeah, they actually, uh, the, right around the time that I created the music, um, it kind of came to be, actually, I was uh, in a moment of life where I had a music school that I had been running for, um, it was about nine years at that point. And uh, right before I had to close the school for a little bit of time, I had two funky wrist injuries kind of going on at the same time where all of a sudden I couldn't really hold the instrument too well anymore let alone play and I was in the middle of working with like about 35 families each week that I was doing one-on-one -on -one music instruction and coaching and sessions and um, I had to figure out some way to be able to still make a sound come out of the guitar because it's like ah, you know whether they're a singer that needs accompaniment or something you know, I couldn't really figure out how to do that for a while. And, you know, there was a lot of anxiety that came with that and a lot of just uh, worry about the future and things as, as I was going through these injuries. And it got so bad to a point where I thought that I'm I might not be able to play guitar again, you know, mm -hmm. which uh, I'm thankful wasn't the case long term, but it felt that way for a little bit. And I remember I was even in the process of like, uh, I was about to go and sell my guitars and just say, you know, we're going to have to look for something non-music in, in, in this world. But it was one of the nights before I was ready to kind of pack them all up and, and go sell them. I just started retuning the guitar in a different way. And it's something that's existed for a long time in music, but there's something in the instrument called open tunings where if you put all the strings at a certain frequency and you just strum it without even putting a, another hand on the guitar, it makes a chord. So I found this way to kind of get the sound that I could at least use in kind of a teaching aspect. And I was like, okay, I don't have to sell the guitar, so I'm gonna try to I'm gonna just try this out. We'll see if we could see if we can still help our students, you know, with this way. And I realized too, you can make a lot of music in this tuning without really pressing your hands down too much on it, which was great for me because I, I couldn't really play too well in the traditional way anymore. And so I started retuning the guitar in that way and it was like this great help it's kind of what we were describing before with that piece that comes from just practicing something and where Liam's got the repetitions going over and over again for hours that's what I had to do with this new guitar tuning because it was like a brand new instrument to me I didn't know how to make the same chords or play the same songs so it was a great 
uh, relief, but because it was so new and I didn't really know how to play it too well, I kind of were just playing very slow, meditative songs. I said, this is something I could listen to to fall asleep, probably. So I started recording them. Right around this time, too, uh, my grandfather had just passed away. And so as I'm creating this new music and I'm thinking about him, he's on my heart a lot. I was, uh, you know, reflecting on the fact that he was this man that could walk past any flower out in the world with, and see it and name it. And he could look at it and, mm. and tell you the name off the top of his head. And it always amazed me. And I also, I think I looked up to him in that way. Like, that is, that's, that's awesome that he's got this just, you know, collection of flowers that he can just memorize in that way. So as I was missing him, I started playing these kind of guitar compositions and they really came to be like I would feel myself having some kind of anxious moment and I would go and just plug in the guitar with no plan, nothing was written, and I would just improvise for like about a half an hour and then just divide up the 30-minute improv into 10 three-minute songs basically and that's how the albums came to be. So I knew I wanted to just keep making these and my goal was to have just a hundred different improvised songs that I could record. So I went and looked at a hundred flower names in alphabetical order basically and they had pictures next to them. I said, I'm going to try to start to memorize these flower names and if I can name each song after a flower and I can look at the picture, I think it could help me and I still don't think I have them memorized too well. I'm still working <laughs> on that quite a bit. But um, but at least I can kind of see those names and you know start start that process of trying to memorize them all. A lot of flowers out in this world, Kristen, you know? Wow. I was going to say, I mean, that's such a neat project anyway, but also it honors your grandfather. I'm sure helped build a stronger bond as he passed. And then yeah. in addition, it was helping you with anxiety and yeah, I, I, what a cool project. Yeah. And it was there eight up eight in the series so there were ten, ten. actually yeah okay. there were um and they were all like just with an acoustic guitar and so they, they start you know the the very first uh flower was an allium mm -hmm. and the last one starts with a z i think i couldn't even pronounce it right now do you know any z flowers off the top of your head mm. we got all the way down to z <laughs> <laughs> was, oh i should know this but it'll it might come to me yeah. halfway through. Well, the our, our yeah. audience is just going to have to look up your album. Okay, I love the sound yeah, of that. The, yeah. the, um, yeah. Well, when you um, when you had told me you were on Spotify and I looked you up and I started listening, at the same time I was I was saying I really desperately needed music on the podcast and uh, I think I heard. Do you remember which ones I picked? I think you liked Volume Seven. It had the sunflowers on the cover, and there was Moonflower. Moonflower, that was yeah. the one. I listened to that. I'm like, that's the one. And then I yeah. kept listening. I'm like, wait, that's the one. <laughs> uh, wait, I want to. Yeah. Okay, Anthony, you know what? You're just gonna have to pick because they're all really beautiful. But yeah, it, oh, I mean, sweet. when I heard it, it was exactly the vibe I wanted, which was. I don't know, there's something with music about, like, I love hearing the softness of it, but also this, this build-up of, yeah. like, this invitation to feel into music. I'm definitely mm. a, I just, I, I actually have Spotify music on all the time. Mm. Like, from the moment I wake up to the moment, and sometimes even going to sleep, that's I play awesome. it too, because I just, yeah. it's like a, it's almost like a meditation in the background, that's what your music seems like to me like it feels like because there's no lyrics I can really whatever I'm doing I mean I could go for a walk with it I could read a book with it I could have we could have a conversation and it would it would just be like such a nice background to create this energy that I I think all of us are searching for I think we're mm. I mean it's no it's no secret that we're living in a culture that's very anxious right now mm. and that um people really are struggling to find ways to calm themselves down. And I, I think yeah. you really hit the mark with your music and creating that and offering it. It's Thank a gift. you so much. Thank you. That means the world, really, it's like, and I'm, I'm with you on needing to kind of have something on in the background. So I feel like that's throughout my day, it's the same way. You know, if it's music, there's something I think about getting out of your own thought process too, even, and just having something even if it's just gently in the background, you know, it's kind of um, comforting in a way, you know, where you're like, okay, there's there's the soundtrack playing, and I think, there, you know, music really lifts us up in that way, and it's probably what always drew me to it, was that it can just kind of 
um, be that calming support or you know, whether it's you know whether it's something you're singing with words and it has you know a, a, a message that that you love or it's something on the background I think it has this special way of kind of you know coming inside our hearts really and being like okay you know every everything's good everything's you're right where you're supposed to be you know yeah yeah it's a nice reminder yeah well our theme this month is reemerge and I thought of you because I feel like so we met in 2017, right? When yeah. I brought Liam, who was in sixth grade at the time, mm -hmm. to your music school. Mm -hmm. And I remember right away, you, well, you, you still have this. I don't think it's ever going to go away. But, like, you have this way of, like, when you walk in the room, the way that you greet, and especially my little ones who tend to be really shy. They're not mm. little anymore, by the way. Mm. But very, mm. very shy, mm. you know, especially... Um, around adults and I just remember the way you greeted Liam and me like it, it, within a second I'm like this is going to be so good because wow. we both Thanks. we both felt I think Liam was going through some things at the time where he yeah. was you know sixth grade's really hard time yeah, big time and I think you you just had a way of lifting him up and he was in the be very beginning of learning music mm -hmm. he started uh, learning guitar on his own. I think you were his first teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was a really nice opportunity. I think he did piano and guitar with you. Yes. And he was recording in my studio. He was making beats. He was making productions. I was like <laughs> amazed. No, that's great. Yeah. I and mean, then yeah. Um, we were just talking about it. So you were teaching him for four years, yeah. first four years of his life, which really... Uh, now he's 16 and he's really taking off mm -hmm. and found his way. Um, but you yeah. took a little pause in between, and um, I should also mention you started teaching Juliet a little bit virtual when we all had to have a time period of being online yes. with everything. Yeah. And I came to you for my first piano lesson as an adult. I did piano when I was younger, but mm -hmm. I really felt like I wanted to play again. And what I love the most is because you knew I was into yoga and like health and wellness and all of that. And I feel like the way you were teaching me piano, it's like you met me right where I was mm -hmm. and you use words to describe how I could find the notes, not specifically from reading music yet, but from mm -hmm. like, I remember you gave me a little project where I had to kind of play with I think it was the pedals and the keys in a way that felt really rhythmic for me. Yeah. And I was so excited about learning with you. And then yeah. that was the weekend. Everything shut down. It's incredible. That timing is so crazy. <laughs> it is. I know. And you offered virtual, which yeah. was amazing. I think you did virtual for Liam for a little yeah. bit and for Juliet for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't feel like I could. I, I felt like I needed you there with me, I totally especially understand. as an yeah. adult learner, which doesn't. I don't think I absorb as much as I did when I was little. So I took a back seat to it. Um, but most recently, in January, you, you came back offering music. And right away when I got that email, I think I just like jumped right away. And mm. I wrote you right back. I'm like, mm. yes, let's do it. We mm. need to do this. Like, mm. Julia is it, now she's in sixth grade. Funny enough. That's amazing, yeah. And uh, I knew that her working with you would just be such a good fit, like uplift mm -hmm. her at a time that she really needs that right now. And she and a young musician, that's she was same path as Liam. She's learning yeah. on her own. Yeah. But just having someone be there and you have such a way of encouraging and lifting your students, not only with my guys, I've seen you with your students. Mm -hmm. You used to come to open mic nights when we had them in Nourishing Storm. Mm -hmm. And I just, your students would come perform, and oftentimes it was the first time they've ever performed. Yeah. It was like in yeah. at our shop, and That's I felt true. so honored, and mm. I would see you be with them. And yeah, it, it just, it's all been really beautiful to witness. Well, thank you so much for that. Like, it's it means the world, because it's, you know, I think that, you know, anything, you know, any, any whether it's a, a, a child or an adult student that, is brave enough to go and put themselves out there and say, you know what, I'm going to try to learn a musical instrument or I'm going to go, because it can be, you know, we can kind of have, you know, moments maybe when we were, you know, growing up and if there was, uh, if there was ever anyone who made a, you know, like a, a, a comment about our, our vocal quality as a singer, 
we can be very like self-conscious i think to do anything mm -hmm. creatively probably but to you know to go and take that first step and say i'm going to take guitar lessons or something i think it's a real brave moment you know and i think anybody who takes that step deserves to be greeted with love and greeted with you know compassion and and in a, and to be in a space where they can completely go and be themselves and not have to worry about someone judging them or someone thinking they're not good enough and you know the i think everybody is is perfect just where they are in that moment of their life and in their journey with it you know and to you know that's i think that's something i wanted to always be mindful of because i had different experiences through i studied music you know in you know in high school and college and and you know there's there's different schools of thought i think sometimes people there's a competitive nature about it and so some people's approach is to make you feel like you need to be not so comfortable because it's going to maybe push you to practice more and maybe that's a technique tough that we're tough love yeah uh -huh. i think it's and maybe that where it's not not to knock anybody's methods or anything but i think that ultimately if we're comfortable we feel like we can be ourselves we feel like we're not being judged we feel like if we miss a note if we if our voice cracks or something that it's not going to be ever held against us or have the person think any less of us you know i think that then you thrive you can you can be yourself and you can really just focus on the joy and love of the art you know and so that means so much to for me to hear that you felt that way about you know get, getting to work with your kids and my other students and it's they bring me so much joy too so i think it's easy to be able to you know just be authentically happy to be there with them and yeah, for them it's, and it's contagious you know. but I think um, speaking to what you shared and thank you for sharing that yeah. because I think it's important to hear I mean none of us starts out doing any of this like well right yeah, like true. we have to make mistakes yeah when we put ourselves out there and it's funny, I feel the same exact way. I tell students to start with me with yoga. Yeah. I'm like I'm so excited you're here and I'm so proud of you for being mm. here because the hardest bit actually of practicing yoga mm. is taking that first mm. step through the door. Mm -hmm. And yeah. accepting you're not gonna be perfect and there's gonna be some time to figure this out, but you're not gonna be judged and yeah. this is gonna be a super loving space for you. I mean that piece is hard to communicate because it's not always like you pointed out everywhere. Yeah it's not received that way and if you had a negative experience either playing music or doing yoga sometimes for a while you might tell yourself like I can't do that right. and then you're missing all of this time of mm. enjoying and falling in love with a mm. practice whatever it is yeah. purely to do it because you love it and not to be judged and to be in a loving experience I just I, I hope more and more I see that around with different programs yeah. because, um, I mean, I grew up doing ballet and it's mm. like if you fell or misstepped mm. or even based on your weight, like, I mean, yeah. everything was so judged. And not mm. that it wasn't a beautiful experience learning how to dance and getting the opportunities yeah. I did, but that tough love only made me feel, oh my gosh, Kristen, don't mess up. Right. rather than like when I found yoga in my 20s and I felt expression mm. in my body and freedom and yeah. I could move in ways that made sense for me and there was a lot of healing that came with it I mean there was yeah. a big contrast in that I bet. and I bet mm. for music the same thing like if you have a teacher who is not allowing you to kind of make mistakes and find you as the authentic musician that you yeah. are um, I think that that would be really tough and again, maybe it works for some people. I know yeah. for me and my family yeah. um, We've really appreciated just like the loving openness and in the end, yeah. I mean Liam I look at him right now mm -hmm. and he is excelling in music mm -hmm. and getting solos and opportunities yeah. He just won like best guitar in the state, yeah. you know, and, like Funny. but the thing is yeah. he had a really nice introduction to music in a really open way and because he works hard and because he loves what he does and mm. he's got like an amazing support system I really do think that that's helped him along and no matter what happens with this when yeah. I see him perform on stage he's so happy oh that's awesome <laughs> it's like, that's so awesome do, you know and yeah and even after the concert after he performs and that's what I wish for Juliet as well I want her and she is like she'll tell me time and time again the thing she loves to do most right now is play music. 
That's, that's amazing. Whatever happens you know, from here, that's it. I, I love it. It's such a beautiful way to look at it, too, because it's sometimes I think there's this focus on what the end goal is going to be. Are we going right. to win Grammys? Are we going to have number one Billboard hits? Is it going to be? But it's the, the real victory, I think, is having something in your life that you can look forward to every day, that brings you peace, that brings you, you know, uh, just a, a, a sense of accomplishment even and, 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 you know, having something to look forward to, you know. I, I love seeing her at, the, at our past class, actually, she discovered this YouTube website where they have hundreds of bass tabs. So she's been doing the bass in our lessons and some piano, too. But it's like this endless fountain of just bass songs where they kind of isolate the bass track and they have a, a chart going. And we were talking and she did amazing on this, this first song. And I said, you know, this is so cool. You have kind of this endless fountain here of songs that you can just, once this one's done, there's the next one to go. And to see that kind of excitement of, oh, wow, I've got like, there's like thousands and thousands of songs that have been out there. I can't wait to learn the next one. It becomes like this kind of... I don't know. It's something to look forward to, I think, when you know that there's so much out there yet to discover and when you kind of start to develop the facility to be able to play a song, then you go, well, I can play any song now if I, you know, keep this process going and spend time with it. And I just love that we have that to look forward to, you know, and it's something that is, um, yeah, it's just a, it's just kind of a relaxing way to look at it too, where there's no you know, the, there, there's no there's no goals or pressure, mm -hmm. other than what you want out of your own music too, and what 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 it brings to you. It makes me really happy that this is something she's looking forward to so much, and the best is yet to come for sure. Well, I think that's what you're truly offering. I mean, of course, you're an excellent musician and teaching music, which is such a skill. But I think what you're really, what I see that you're truly giving them is like hope and something to look forward to when life gets hard like there's always yeah. it's like an anchor point mm. you know yeah. like when and and it sounds like you kind of describe music that way for you too like when you were yeah. feeling anxious you went and started putting pouring your energy and love into this album yeah. which is now helping so many like so yeah. many other people find that peace and calm in what doesn't always feel like that throughout their day I, so. I appreciate that. It makes you feel like whatever you go through in life is ultimately worthwhile. If it can, if something can come out of it, that could go on to, you know, not just help yourself through that time, but go on to maybe help others, whether it's to fall asleep or to feel calmer and be able to just have that rest, you know, that their mind is craving, you know, in that way. Like, it makes it all worthwhile, you know, and I think music's always been that for me even as I was a kid and growing up and you know struggling with different things in childhood I think having that guitar to go and focus on be able to you know just focus on something and have and have something you know you know get to hear kind of the results of holding on to it so much say I couldn't play this song before I started but I'll sit with this for a while and then all of a sudden a song is born and you're like oh there's a real there's a real you know joy that I think it's enough to kind of shake you from whatever you were thinking about before it even and it's always like a little bit of a reset for me I feel like it's mm -hmm. kind of something that just can kind of you know clean clean the slate a bit there and yeah I'm really I'm happy that that music came out it makes you feel like everything in life you know it, you can find a way to be able to look at it through lenses of gratitude and, and an ability to to know that there's something good that's that's coming out of it too yeah yeah I mean that's what you know really inspired me to do this podcast and interviewing artists and creators that are doing work that they love that they're really passionate about but also sharing like the struggle with it like none of this is easy like mm -hmm. sometimes I think on the surface it's like oh you're a musician or oh you you know and it, but do you, like if if you really want to hear the story of what it took to actually have me do this work and yeah. like I love when you mention I, well, I don't love that you had some yeah. injuries with your wrist but I love yeah. that you got creative 
and you were able to find a different way to still do that piece, yeah. but in a whole new way, and you had to relearn it like in a in a different yeah. way, which means the work really never stops. Yeah, that's true. Right, like I'm that's sure true. you're always learning new skills to offer yeah. in your music, and then also for your students. Like, do you feel like it's ongoing? Oh yeah, I love that aspect of it too. I I love how much you know, music has been made and how many different techniques there are within music because it feels like an endless, you know, fountain of stuff to learn and to, to pull from and definitely it's, you know, you feel, I think there's a lot of joy of that, like when I had learned guitar for the first time in eighth grade and I learned, you know, there's, when you have this mystery of like, okay, I know that there's so many, just like the basics to learn, you feel the sense of excitement because you're like, look at all this stuff that's going to come that I don't know yet. And I think that there was a, it was probably like a, you know, maybe a 10 year stretch where I had learned the fundamentals of it. And there were still things to grow and learn from. And my college setting was a great experience because it was such a, it was a really uh, focused kind of uh, musical environment where, you know, you were given really challenging pieces of music and the only way to get through the class was to be able to learn them all the way through. So it was kind of this, all right, I'm going to be in the practice room for the next couple of hours and bring the coffee and, and, and learn this, you know, learn this song all the way through. And, you know, it was constantly challenging yourself to learn more and more about music. But I think there was definitely a stretch after that experience where I kind of had been in this groove of all the things that I had learned. I, I missed that feeling of like, okay, there's got to be some kind of new challenge to be able to learn. I miss that feeling of yeah. not yeah. knowing anything yet about it and kind of diving through. So when I had to change the guitar strings on this, this peacetime way that I'm playing now, it was like everything was ground zero again. I couldn't play a single chord on it other than the one that made a sound when you would just strum it by itself, which is a G chord, by the way. It's just a open G tuning is what they call it. So I was like, okay, I can play one chord because I don't have to do anything with the left hand. It just sings out like a chord on, on a strum. Um, and I love that feeling where I go, okay, now I've got a hundred chords. I have to figure out how to play on this thing. And it was, it was a great, um, it was a great challenge. I feel like to, to go and say, you know, there's so much more to learn, but it made me realize that there's so much more to learn too, you know, beyond, beyond just new tunings, there's you know, and I'm grateful for my students that bring new challenges to where they come in and say, hey, this is a style of music I'm, I'm listening to now. And there's so many genres out there that sometimes I haven't listened to as much of one genre as others throughout life. And, you know, this is um, this is actually a genre Juliet introduced me to two weeks ago. It's called Weirdcore. And it's a soundtrack kind of music. <laughs> like, of course you <laughs> you to that. <laughs> Uh, I never knew that was a thing. I didn't know that's a thing. And she showed me a playlist, and it's cool. It's oh, like movie wow. soundtrack vibes with kind of like lo-fi hip-hop. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I'm literally, you know, someone in sixth grade is giving me this new challenge of something I've never listened to before. About this. Oh, I was, I was so glad to get that that playlist on my phone after that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she keeps me around because I I'm gonna oh, keep yeah. learning a lot of new music through her she discovers new stuff all the time too yeah i just got her spotify like on the family account so now she's going to be unstoppable that's exciting just saving music and making playlists and oh, I'm so i just i don't know i've always found music to be so healing i i've only played it for a short time when i was little and then obviously when i came to see you and i will be booking sessions with i you can't wait for a piano now that we can be live again yeah. um but it just sounds like from everything you're saying, it's it's the process and the joy of learning, you know, which, I mean, I'm going to ask you this question, and I think I know how you're going to answer it, but, mm. like, do you think anyone can play music? I do. I really, <laughs> I really do. I, I, I think that there's, you know, and there's a, I think there's a couple of reasons why. And, you know, I think of, of I think I mean in the deepest sense of it I feel like humans are designed to be able to feel music it's just part of all of our lives whether it's somebody who's never picked up an instrument before you know the way that we're talking how it can just kind of sit inside of you and you're like oh I'm feeling something here mm. you know there must be something within us that just allows us to kind of receive music in that way and 
I think because we can receive it, then, you know, the question becomes maybe more of what instrument would be best suited for, for everybody. I think there are people born with really naturally gifted voices as singers, you know? Mm -hmm. And that feels like an area that I think anybody can learn how to sing and to be able to sing in tune. There's exercises you can do, there's repetition. It might be a sense of maybe some people have to practice certain exercises with, within singing, maybe a little bit more rigorously and more repetitively than others, where I feel like sometimes you hear a two-year-old sing and it's like perfect tuning and you're like, okay, that's just the kind of gift, like they can sing mm. beautifully. Mm -hmm. And then they grow up and, you know, become like the Alicia Keys of the world and, you know, those amazing singers you hear where you're like, wow, they just, they have this gift. You know, but I think as far as a musical instrument, there's a lot of just kind of technical aspects of it where you're like, hey, if you can press your fingers here, or if you can touch these keys at the same time, it creates something like that. And through repetition and sitting with it and, you know, even just, you know, each day visiting the instrument for even a little bit of time and just doing that same kind of press down, I do think anybody could could learn how to play any instrument, you know. It's um, I'm trying to think of an example where for some reason someone wouldn't be able to kind okay you know, well when i was younger yeah. i think i tried to play the flute yeah and this was elementary school this is mm -hmm. a really long time ago yeah. and it might have been the trumpet it was it was something mm -hmm. of that sort mm -hmm. and i remember somebody said to me i don't have the right lip texture no, yes. no. But that might have just oh. been a nice way of them saying, you know what, Christina, this is not working out well for you. But they put me in with the boys to play drums. That's cool. Because uh, I didn't need hey. the right lip. The right <laughs> I just remember as you were talking, I'm like, and it's funny because I didn't, I was okay with it. You know, I wasn't heartbroken or anything yeah. because in the end I found dance to be with like listening to music and dancing was kind of more for me, but yeah. I think if I was, I could have been heartbroken. I don't know. I'm just guessing. And yeah. I mean, I just had fun playing drums with the boys and then I never like moved past elementary school with it. That, uh, that moment, the lip <laughs> texture, that's a, that's a new, it's a new catchphrase for me. Yes. I think it's like music. <laughs> Maybe they knew you were going to be so good on those drums back there that they were like, we're going to, we're going to call it lip texture. But you get back there, we need you to be the heart and soul of this I mean, band. I don't want you to answer yeah. that. Like, have you yeah. ever had a student where yeah. you, like, swayed them in another direction? No, it's a great question. It's a great question. Because it can always be a positive experience, too, you know. Where, you know, there's... Um, I think that there are moments... I'm trying to just think of anything specifically. I think there's been times when... Um, I've noticed, you know, singers will come in and they are kind of approaching singing is like where their strong suit is going to be doing covers of maybe like really challenging. See, we like to listen to singers who sing hard stuff a lot of times, yeah. you know, our, our ears light up when we hear Adele sing something mm -hmm. and she sings high notes and it's strong and it's powerful, you know, and I think a lot of times singers will go and be like, I, I want to sing in that style right away I want you know and it's a journey you know it's a journey to develop your breath support and as your voice is you know developing it's also you know be working with students a lot of times that are maybe going through the elementary to middle school years and you know some of my my, my guys as their voice is changing mm -hmm. too it would yeah. be like we might have to avoid singing like powerhouse songs for a little bit just while you know nature runs its course sure. and you know and your yeah. voice develops but during those moments, I feel like I've been able to focus on songwriting with them, which is mm -hmm. really fun because you can say, hey, you know, there's there's stuff about these singers that you love and probably a lot of it or some of it at least is coming from the words and the melody of these songs. Let's look at how that's crafted, you know, wow. what, what's yeah. going on in your life today. And, you know, we journal and write about what's happening and, you know, even just free form, you know, stream of consciousness, just set a timer and just and, and just take notes, it doesn't have to rhyme or it doesn't have to, you know, be a complete sentence. I say, hey, we should turn that into a song and, you know, start playing a couple chords and there's a couple words maybe in that whole stream of consciousness writing like, oh, I love how that sounds and turn it into this. So I feel like in a moment where, you know, rather than 
you know, and maybe not trying to focus on, hey, we're going to, you know, avoid singing power ballads for a while, you know, to, but more of a, hey, why don't we look at the strength in your writing here and just see if yeah, we can... focus. Yeah. I love that. I think there's a lesson there for all of us where you might say, like, I'm really passionate about this and I really want to do this, but certain life circumstances don't always allow for certain things. So I think being open yeah. and flexible to shifting your attention when when life calls you in that direction or mm -hmm. you know we're talking about skill sets and maybe time and dedication related to music but we could really mm -hmm. you know airplane view back off a little bit and say um and this is a lot of concepts back in yoga i can't help but not go there oh, that's um, great. you know there's this um we do a lot in yoga with intention setting okay like this is we get to the root of why we're doing it, but we also have to like open our hands up to receive mm -hmm. what's happening in the moment. Mm -hmm. And having teachers is so essential to guide us because it's really hard to figure some, some of this stuff mm -hmm. out on our own. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just believe that the right people come in at the right time. And I mm -hmm. truly believe that you did both times you came into our lives, but like, thank you. I think they, there's a, there's a, I don't know if it's a, what it is really, but, the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm. And I mean, teachers uh -huh. can come in so many forms. Teachers could be you're walking mm. down the street and someone says something that you just needed to hear mm -hmm. in that moment. Um, it could be somebody that really challenges you, that's showing you this is not the way you want to go when you're in a position of like power and leadership. Yeah. Or it could just be like this really positive mentor that is giving you skills and also seeing where your talents are mm. and where your talents could be. Mm -hmm. And that could include a variety of things. And getting out of your head, getting out of your way, yeah. is actually the best thing you can do in those situations. Because, yeah, maybe someone says they want to be a singer and then all of a sudden they find this love and passion for writing lyrics and that's yeah. that ends up being their path. That's yeah. really cool. You know, yeah, it's it feels like that that was maybe the mission the whole time. You know, sometimes we think we have certain goals even in mind, or you, you picture what your life path is going to be, and sometimes you're surprised where like, oh wow, there's actually this new new th thing that I'm becoming passionate about, and maybe that even becomes your greatest strength out of anything yeah. you've ever known. And you gotta let life surprise you. Yeah, and that doesn't mean you take a back seat to it. That just means that as you keep pushing forward, you know, paying attention to who's showing up and to how they're responding to you doing a certain thing, and how does it feel when you're doing that thing? Yeah. Because yeah, if my kids were like just doing it to like, I don't know, it, I, I can't yeah. even think of why they would do it without loving it but mm. if if there was any other reason like if they if their friends told them they should be in music or like yeah. whatever i'm trying to think right. of an example right. um it would be really hard to support that journey but because they chose it because they love it same mm -hmm. thing like i feel like i just i'm constantly surrounded by people choosing that mm -hmm. and it's just inspiring to be around which helps when the hard stuff comes, mm -hmm. you know, it helps to be around other people that have chosen, well, I'm doing this because I really love it, and yeah. I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm going to just keep moving forward and see what happens. Yeah. And uh, I think we need more of that. You know, I really, it's just something I, I believe in. Because if you looked around this world and everyone you saw was doing what they, what they loved, I mean, we would mm. just be living in a whole different place. Yeah. So mm, by encouraging true. other people, um, you know, seeing what lifts them up and encouraging them to lean into that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So Absolutely. like really bringing it back to reemerge, you know, um, like what is, what is something that you would encourage? Like if somebody, if somebody felt like, and it could be music related, mm -hmm. so say it's somebody who used to play music and mm -hmm. like they haven't really touched base with it in a while, or maybe they're just in a funk right now and they can't yeah. really grasp onto something. Like, what do you, what do you think lifts that you know that momentum kind of, mm -hmm. and or the lack of momentum? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think, I think remembering what you truly loved about life or about the the art craft or the or the practice in itself 
before anything got in the way to make you feel like it's something that you shouldn't do anymore is a great thing to do, you know, whether it's, you know, just going back and remembering why you first, you know, fell in love with music. You know, if you remember the first song that you ever, mm -hmm. like, experienced in, in childhood, maybe, or that first memory of, like, you hear something and you're like, wow, this, this is, this is, this is moving me right now, you know? I remember my, my moment there. I think I was, like, I was probably about six, six or seven, and Mariah Carey and, <laughs> and Boys to Men yeah. had the song One Sweet Day. Uh -huh. And it was on the radio, and I don't know why I gravitated towards that song, but it just blew my mind. I remember hearing that. I was like, that is so amazing. There's strings on this, there's pianos, there's like five voices, you know, with, you know, everybody singing at the same time. Like, this is incredible, you know, and is there a way I can make that sound on the piano and you can recreate that? And it kind of just, you know, it makes you feel like there there's this kind of feeling where you, when you don't have anybody that's telling you, you know, you're not doing it right or you won't be able to do this well and, you know, the different, you know, the kind of crit criticism that comes into your life before that moment ever happens where no one's ever critiqued you. There's something about it that you loved, you know, and I think trying to just go back to that space where you say, what is it that brings me joy? Whether it's anything, if it's a funk in general too, you know, what are the things I love to do? What are the things I could sit with? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like I'm waiting for the clock to get to that half hour mark so I can be done. You know, what's something that I can just do that feels like joy and that makes me feel peaceful, you know? I think that, that you know, you mentioning that yoga is something that brings you peace, you know, and maybe drew you to it right in the beginning and still does today, I'm sure, you know, it's, we all have something out there for us like that, where you can say, this is, this is true peace. This is truly like, I'm not worrying about anything else right now. Yeah. doesn't feel like a chore, you know, and going to that spot and, you know, and, and, you know, being able to kind of trust that if you're in that space where you're finding that peace and it's something that's there, then nothing could ever come against you. No criticism, nobody that says it's not good enough or whatever could ever come through and break that peace because it's all yours, you know, it's, it's right there. And it's just, you know, I think almost, you know, going back to that spot, and it's hard to do when, when you're in a funk in a moment, you're going to feel really bogged down by whatever, whatever negativity might be, you know, creeping in the, in the room at that spot. But it's almost like we just have to rewind the, the tapes a little that. bit. That's such a good, that's such a good reminder. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's funny, as you were talking, I remembered, because um, I've been, I've been teaching for 20 years, but there was two times in my career I stopped for a bit of time. Mm. And each time, I feel like it's, I don't know where I went, but I didn't go somewhere great. <laughs> and... Mm. I remember those moments in time, one time I was driving home on the turnpike in mm -hmm. traffic and trying to keep up with my life. And I remember asking myself, what is it that I love to do? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like I lost my way. And then like yoga just came like screaming, like it just was like, well, like basically wow. Kristen, why did you stop teaching? Wow. And then I made, from that moment on, I made choices to move my whole entire life to build a career again around yoga. And then mm. a few years ago, I, I just, I got distracted with running the business and stopped practicing. And when you stop practicing, you stop teaching. Mm. That's, that's kind of the rule of thumb with my teachers. Like if yeah. you're not practicing asana, mm. like just take a break for a little bit because you really have yeah. to be in your body and understand it to... Yeah. So when yeah. I, I had to re-fall in love with it again, mm. like a few years ago, and I love the, pro like, it was just such a cool process of remembering mm. why I love it so much. And I, so mm. it, uh, I think the reminder is that it's okay to lose your way and to go off if life takes you a certain way, but the most important piece is coming back. And, yeah. and I think um, that's the invitation here with reemerge. I mean, obviously we love leaving our themes open for interpretation, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, what, 
this is kind of a question for the audience. Like, where where have you felt like you may have lost track or focus mm -hmm. or your attention on things that really filled you with joy? Mm -hmm. And not because you were making a career of it. It doesn't have to be that. Mm -hmm. But because you truly loved it. Mm -hmm. What was that? And can you just, like, lean in just a bit, whether it's adding a practice of something in once a week? And does yeah. that change your whole week? Wow. You know, and yeah. I think there's a lot there to work with. And, uh, yeah. It's neat. It's, awesome. it's just, I can feel I can feel that excitement rising even just within sitting here thinking about that coming yeah. back to life in, um, yeah. in many aspects. So. It's beautiful about even just one moment like that during your week, whether it's one day a week, but it could change your whole week. And I feel like I a lot that. of people probably, you probably get to experience that, you know, a lot with new students signing up for for instruction yeah. with you with an instrument. I know that just happened with one of our students after happy hour. She, yeah. um, She's going to start working with you because she always wanted to do it. And then yeah. she met you and was like, I think I this is the right time. I think yeah. I need to... I don't know if she had experience playing with the instrument, but she is certainly excited to work with you to to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And just seeing the conversation between the two of you felt like really alive. And so yeah. I know you're going to do great things together. Well, I'm so excited about that. It's so nice to. I feel like being able to meet students and teachers that are within a practice like yoga too. We're, we're, we're already conditioned to be musicians almost in that same way where it takes that same type of practice and I'm sure they had to work super hard to go through the coaching program and I just had a big graduation mm -hmm. and you know it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of similarities that I'm sure that come over and as I learn more about yoga and and hopefully start attending classes soon too I'm excited to, to begin that journey and I can be able to have that like you said, that even if it's a one time a week, it can just change your whole week yeah. in that way. And yeah. I'm really happy about that. So, what's um, what are you up to now? What's what's or what's on the horizon? Yeah. What's next? Well, I've been I've been writing songs for a company called Songfinch. Actually, they make uh, like custom special occasion songs for people on birthdays and anniversaries. So that's been taking up my non-teaching time pretty heavily. It's, they have um, all kinds of occasions. It's 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 it was busy around Valentine's especially because this is like a real Valentine's gift. I guess people are you know going for it. It's it's fascinating. People will go and they write about their story together. If it's I'm writing love country songs for for them and in oh. the singer songwriter genre too. But um, it's it's really fun. It's been a great process. The, the the whole, you know, whereas a lot of times a song written for radio is kind of meant to be more open, j just so you can really apply it to your own life. You know, they'll yeah, they'll sure. write in ways that, you know, they want the if it's big enough and reaches enough people, everybody who listens can take the vocabulary, the way the sentences are structured, and kind of apply it to their own life. But this company is a different angle. It's all about making it so unique and custom to each couple or the person. So I've loved it. It's been a great exercise where I've seen some videos where yeah. the you know the they'll just play it and then yeah. it's like you're listening. Wait, wait, wait. You know, right. how is this possible that we're listening to So for example, right. would it be like if you were if you were writing a song for the radio, it'd be mm. like we met in this cafe whereas right. like for this, it'd be like we met. We met at nourishing, a nourishing store. store. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the It's a perfect example. Okay. That's exactly it. Right, yeah. Cool. That, that's so. That's which, by the way, I think that could make it on the radio too. Nourishing store <laughs> sounds so cool. That's like that could absolutely oh, make it right that's over. That's so neat. But they, yeah, they. Do you ever get um, to experience like them hearing it? I actually have not, I've gotten uh, written responses back, but I haven't seen, because I see these videos that are advertised where they like film the couple's mm -hmm. reaction, and unless they're out there and I haven't seen it yet, I don't, I haven't received one personally. I'll get a, a lot of nice feedback in different ways. They, they have your links to your socials up on their website, so I'll get like a Twitter DM, and I'm, I don't really go on Twitter too often, but then when I find it, I'm like, oh, there's 
message from someone. There's kind of reaching out in different uh, ways, you know, some email. But I would love to see a reaction video like that. I think it's the greatest where they realize and all of a sudden they're like, wait, did they just sing my name? Like, did you, who did this? How do they know our anniversary date? How do they... How do they know about the Tropicana Hotel? You know, like what is happening here? <laughs> but um, no, I look for, I look forward to that sometime, hopefully. But it's been good. There's, you know, sometimes there's, sometimes the um, people will, you know, like uh, like there's certain, you know, they'll they'll ask you what do you love the most about your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend and. Sometimes you have to get creative with what they upload. You know, some people take their time on these forums and they write about, you know, the first moment we met and the kindness in her eyes and describe things kind of eloquently. And other times, not so much. Sometimes it's a little bit... creative. Yeah, a little bit, you know. You wanna... So that's how it works. You go online and you fill out a form and then yeah. you basically take that information and create a custom song. Yeah. I mean, from, from descriptions and... Do they, yeah. is one of the questions related to a genre of music that you get to pick the kind of music? Yeah, so okay. they'll go and usually when they hop on on the website, the writers are kind of categorized by different, uh, the genres that are out there. So they have like country, R&B, pop, singer-songwriter, um, I think a couple of other ones too, but then kind of so if they were searching for a country song, they would probably that would be almost one of the first steps probably they say I want to you know get this type of style song and then all the artists will pop up then they can listen to the different artists that we have like a couple of examples up on our artist pages up there and they take some listens and they say you know they'll either request somebody personally or sometimes they'll just do a general inquiry for country and then the company will send it to whoever's available on the country writing roster there and you have kind of a you have like a queue, so if you're at capacity, then you know they'll send a song to someone else. But Got if you it. have open, you know, capacity, nice. they'll send it to you. So, yeah, it's it been sounds a, like a fun project. it's been really fun. It's it's been good. I've been recording it at my home studio, and you know, my my puppy Daisy is one now. Mm. And when I first started recording them, she would sing background vocals sometimes, <laughs> and the mics were recorded. And um, mm. she wants to be a star, I think. You know, nice. Yeah. So, and um, you're also doing lessons. Yeah, been been um, been loving this new journey. I feel like I don't know if it felt this way for you, like the most recent time that you fell back in love with teaching yoga and began practicing and getting in. But you know, I think having some time away from teaching and coming back into the teaching world, it feels amazing. You know, it feels great to you know have you know, even a, a smaller number of students at this time, because I feel like I can really devote more love and time and energy to them. Sure. And I feel like I've I learned a lot that I can kind of approach it in a different, you know, it's just like as life goes on, you hopefully become a little wiser every year. Yeah. I've got a long way to go, but I feel like there's, I feel like a, you know, I feel like the best version of myself ever today, you know, and Nice. I'm grateful for that that time away. That's a good place to be, and I, I think balancing out, especially when you're in a creative profession, I think balancing out your energies is kind of essential. Because if yeah. it sounded like you were teaching a whole lot yeah. a few years ago, and sometimes, um, you know, just bringing some variety and getting creative about how you offer that, I think yeah. is really it's it's a more sustainable way to go and you yes. know it's like you learn it the hard way yeah. especially if you love something and you want to say yes a whole lot but yeah. saying yeah. okay i would love to do that but just not right now mm. it's, it's you know it can be really hard but essential it's so you're so right uh, you're to and i think that was definitely a i feel like i learn life lessons a lot in that way you know we're all you know it's, it's almost a hard lesson that you have to learn, but then hopefully you permanently learn it after that, that you can go and say, you know, taking on, you know, that much work at yeah. once is probably not, you know, like you said, sustainable, you know, that's, that's what you're looking for is longevity in life, you know, what can I do sure. what I love and be able to, you know, keep it, you know, sustained for, for the long haul, you know, and it's definitely, um, yeah, I'm grateful for those moments, even when you have to learn the hard lesson, you know, if it goes on to create a clearer path in the future it's it's worth it ultimately you know yeah and you take a rest when you need to and you come back yeah. when you're ready yeah 
Well, this has been awesome. Um, I also want to mention uh, some things you're doing at Nourishing Storm. So we are bringing open mic nights back, and Anthony is going to be running the show. We're really excited. So um, the second Saturday of every month, and we'll actually be in Sweet Cafe. So you'll, right next door to the studio, you'll be able to grab all kinds of yummy bites and drinks and listen to not only Anthony, but we, this is an invitation to any musicians that, or we've had, we've had poems read too, which has been really cool as well. So if you want to get on the mic and share something, you are going to have a really loving community to share with. So that's coming up. And then... I'm really hoping we can get you back in for some happy hours for some live music. I would love that. And there's a weekend coming up. I believe it's in the summer. You're going to be teaching. uh, We're going to be actually teaching our teachers how to teach yoga to live music. So that's going to be in one of our continuing education. So you'll see a lot of Anthony. Mm -hmm. And um, so if you're out and about at the storm, definitely introduce yourself. He is... He's an awesome, inspirational guy that you're going to be better for knowing. And <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's been great that. to have you here. I, mm-hmm. As soon as I reached back out and I saw the students um, or that you were doing this again, and I, yeah, it just felt like a really good fit for Reemerge. So thank you for inspiring us with your mm-hmm. words and for all you do. Thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. I love this podcast, and it's 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 an honor to get to first have the music with you there in peacetime, and and to have this moment to be able to have a conversation. I always love talking with you, and and this is real special to be included. And for uh, thank you for thinking of me for this theme too. It's a it's it's a great one, and I'm so glad to have been here. The future's looking good. <laughs> yes, it is. And we'll add how you can contact Anthony in our show notes. So make sure to check him out on Spotify and on Instagram. Your peacetime guitar as well. Yes, that's right. Great. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Kristen. Mm-hmm.